back to Drunken Book Club. <sighs> Where the books aren't optional. Fuck, what's the tagline to the podcast? I don't remember anymore. Where the drinks are optional, but the books aren't. Yep. And uh, today, I am your host, Christopher the Gothic Rupal, joined with... I bleed black, Sam. Oh, and uh, Sam, what book did we read this week? We read The Melancholy Death of Oyster Boy and Other Stories by Tim Burton. Oh boy, was this a book. I can't believe I read the whole thing. For what it's worth, I mean, it only took me an hour to do all my notes. It took me longer, but I was just angry. Yeah. And I think it was one of those I had to put it down and... So, a little. what this book is, um, I would compare it to like a Shel Silverstein book, where it's a po- it's a poem and and a picture. It's the same thing every other white girl has done to become whenever they feel like they want to be a poet and published. Yeah, every fucking influencer. Pretty much, yeah. Very and basic. It's even the same of some of them. weren't even fucking poems. They were just like, this is a thing. Yeah, it's literally and a one shit line drawing, sometimes. and then it's like, oh, I'm so deep. So yeah, Tim Burton is just a white girl. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Generic I, think, white girl. I think we can all agree on that one. Uh, so how we're going to do this one, this one's going to be a little different uh, because it is a book of poetry and pictures. Uh, we're actually, we ranked every single one pretty much from, I, I believe there's 28 in total. Uh, 23, 23 in total. Yep. So from 23 down to 1, we're going to pretty much say where we put each poem and other stuff like that. Um, I'm writing down a pairing because I just thought of it. Oh, go right ahead. Uh, so uh, let's, I'll go ahead and start with my pairings before anything my, what, or what, we, what I pre-gamed on. And I'll also say Sam's as well because we both had the same thing. Uh, we took up the classic Captain Morgan with cherry vanilla rum and put it in our Whataburger drinks. Sam had a Dr. Pepper. I had a Diet Coke. And I am currently nursing a uh, Merlot wine. Merlot, right? Is Merlot, tea? yes. Tea is silence. Uh, Apothic is the brand. We chose that one because it looked very gothic, is, it, is the nice way of putting it. It also is not expensive, which is It another. was very cheap. I was about to say, the base wine is $10. The Merlot was 14 so. Oh, she tastes like a fine wine and smells like cheese, too. Oh, we are not wine is. drinkers. I can't stand it. It's it's pretty fucking awful. I, I like the the, the, the the bottle is going to get jumped because I can't even put the cork back in. So uh, there's no saving this wine. I will drink as much as I can, though, because I don't want to waste it. I don't like wasting stuff. But I'm okay with wasting $14 on a bottle of wine. And I put a little bit of my own. At one of the altars, if you're all right. Mm. Hey, okay. Since this is stuff that you're gonna gonna get, dumped it's gonna once get here. dumped. In all honesty. So personally, when I did the did my ranking, I I did it from like one to five. How you know, basically, my my terms of of determining scoring it was three things: artwork, is it appealing or unique? Because every poem has a has a picture. Uh, or written word, whatever you want to call it, because not all of them are fucking poems. Uh, they're witticisms, like they're Peggy Hill level fucking witticisms. <laughs> uh, I believe that is called a. Um, oh fuck, I forgot what it's called. I literally actually listened to a podcast on the episode where she got that, where she got the job for it. Musing. Musings, yeah, they really are just musings for a goth boy. Uh, my second thing was the written work. Is it well constructed? Does it make sense? Is it worth my time? That's the biggest score factor is, is it worth my time? And then finally, length. Long isn't always better, but short isn't either. So that's how I kind of determined mine. So Sam, did you have any 
determinations so, for yours? My criteria... Drawing was a factor, but it was not the deciding one. Yeah. I kind of went by marching band rules of if the poetry cannot stand on its own, it doesn't matter the artwork. Fair enough. Um, the flow of it, mm-hmm. if stuff flowed, if the overall theme was good or entertaining of some sort. Yeah. And also, part of it was also, what can I remember? Because I, what I did is I numbered everything like you would on a rankings chart. Yeah. That used to be like a rage like a year ago of putting everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and it's then, still a rage. People yeah. still do it. But I still do it. But then I for, I didn't realize that we were putting them in order. Yeah, I, I should have made that more clear to Sam. So I did that right now, and which ones were the ones that I could go, oh, this one exactly, of I fucking hate this and want it to die, and the I don't remember anything on this was a factor. So there's a lot in the middle where I'm like, this was so mid, I don't, I don't have any notes because I couldn't be bothered. All right. So, first story is Stick Boy and Match Girl in Love. The tragic love story of a stick boy and a match girl. Sam, what's do you what what is your ranking on this one? I gave it a, it's on it's number 4 actually. That's very close to where I put mine, number 5 mm. actually. Uh I rather like the design of the two characters and the second picture of their demise cracks me up. I think this is a decent start to things, in all honesty. I gave it a 4 out of 5, honestly. I gave it a B, because the last line of the rhyme scheme is off, but yeah, the art is pretty good. Mm. It's got a good premise. Yeah. It's, not, it's, it's funny. Yeah. It's, it's actually a pretty funny one to start things off with. Yeah, so I'm not I'm not hating it. Like I, I was like, this isn't so bad. I don't know what Chris was talking about when he says this. Because <laughs> you were like, I found the worst one at one point. Oh, oh but that was way later, though. Oh, yeah, true. So. But yeah, I'm like, this isn't that bad. Especially after I had made you read, what's it called? The Melancholy Death of Oyster Boy. I have a weird thought of that after. I love that one. Yeah, I was going to say, honestly, I like that one a lot more than I thought it would. Yeah. Looking back to it. If you look at the rest, that one's pretty fucking good. Yeah. All right, next one is Robot Boy. Not uh, not the charming show from Cartoon Network with a big bootied mama, but Robot Boy. The tragic tale of a boy whose birth is quite a frustration to his supposed parents. Sam, what, what what number did you put it at? Fourteen. Fourteen. I will tell you why once okay. it's here. Number three. I really liked Robot Boy. This one had me cackling. It's too funny. The only weak part to me is the artwork. The first two images are nearly identical, but the last one is great. I love the idea of Robot Boy being this freaking the 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 dad being like, "You fucked a vibrator, and now you're a robot boy. You have a robot boy." I think that's funny. So, that was fine. Yeah. It was a pain to read flow-wise. It did. The spacing fucked it up. Yeah. Because it did have a flow, but it took me, like, three times to get it right. I didn't realize how the how the spacing had, was until, like, a little bit later. Because I think I originally said, oh, the flow in this is terrible. But, like, how it's written is, like, sometimes the first two lines are, are they, they match up with each other in the rhyme scheme. But then, here, I'll just read the first little bit. Mr. and Mrs. Smith had a wonderful life. They were a normal, happy husband and wife. One day they got news that made Mr. Smith glad. And this is the part where it's literally two two bars worth. Mrs. Smith would be a mom, which would would make him the dad. They put that as two lines versus the first line. Yeah. Which, And it also runs a little longer than the other part. Yeah, I was going to say, the rhythm feels off. I, yeah. I put it as, it's as clunky as Robot Boy. The pacing in the book is wrong for the flow. Yeah. So. You don't like that he was a garbage can at the end? Yeah. <laughs> I like I did one. like the, oh, it's because she fucked a machine. Yeah. Like. Fucking machines. Fucking machines. <laughs> Staring girl. Staring girl. I have to actually find that one on my thing. 
I actually put it pretty high up. Really? I think, honestly, this one was the one that the art kind of... The ending art. Yeah, you would like this one. I ranked it number 15. Damn. Yeah, what about you, Sam? I put it as number two. Number two? I think, again, it's the art for once, the artwork. Because it almost ranked really low, and then I was like, honestly, it kind of... It's simple enough. Yeah. Let me go ahead and give a quick description of what Staring Girl's about. The tale of a girl who can't help but stare... I, I personally found this one quite boring. Its final punchline is boring and only works with the artwork. Without it, it's just another bland tale. That is fair, but I just like to... I don't know, it's one of those, like... Looking back, it's someone that I can at least remember. Yeah, I I mean, honestly, it, it gave me fucking round cubes or th- that look or whatever. <laughs> square, well, to be fair, I... Square candies that look round. That's the fucking feeling to I be fair, get. I did it. find that funny and you hated that. I fucking is that hate fair to bad say? jokes like that. <laughs> Whereas I like bad jokes like that, so is that fair? That's fair. All right, the girl with many eyes. Let me go ahead and just read the quick description of what the girl with many eyes is as soon as I find it on my list. I actually put this one higher up than I thought I did. I did as well. The story of a a boy who meets a girl with many eyes. That is the description of the story. Uh, What'd you rank it, Sam? Actually, number three, surprisingly. Number three? Number 11 for me. <laughs> I will. I we we say. are very completely, we're very different people, apparently. Yeah. I, I said I loved you before recording this, and I'm now questioning this love. She loved the girl with many eyes that much? Is it because it's a joke? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one is pretty average. The writing is nice, but the punchline is weak. The art is also pretty so-so. It just feels like filler to me. That's that's personally what Honestly, I Honestly, that's about. what I felt later, though. Yeah. So that's part of, like, part of that is I have a lot of those where I just have a lot of Ds. That's fair. Yeah, I gave it a 2.45 out of 5. <laughs> I had to put decimal points on so many things. Stain Boy. Fucking Stain Boy. Okay. The telling of Stain Boy. That is literally all I have for its description is the telling of Stain Boy. Sam, what did you rank Stain Boy? This one, I'm going to defend it in the... It only got... <laughs> it got... Didn't we skip one? No. Stain Boy is after the girls with... We didn't... Nope. The girl with mini... No, oh, oh, the boy with nails in his eyes. I apologize. Sorry, I forgot about the boy with nails in I his eyes. I only have it because I have my notes open. Yeah, to that's be fair. fair. <laughs> a Christmas tale of a boy with nails in his eyes is, is my description of the story. Sam, what'd you rank it? I ranked it 13. 13? Again, there are some where I put... 22! It's no. the second to last worst one! No, I have different one for that. Okay. Because uh, it bugged me. and Another the, one bugged me. I, I do not like this one. The art for this one is only good. Is the only good thing about it. Uh, it's not funny, and its length leaves you wishing it was even shorter by not existing. Yeah, that's fair. 13? Honestly. No, again, I will argue some of them, okay? I'm waiting for you to argue the point of boy with nails in his eyes. Because because it was fucking better than Stain Boy Xmas. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or Toxic Boy. Or fucking... You, oh, oh, we're gonna get... We're gonna talk about Toxic Boy. No worries. We're gonna talk about some Toxic Boy named Tim Burton. <laughs> uh, okay, Stain Boy, though. Where did you put Stain Boy? The, the telling of Stain Boy. I'm switching this one because I actually hate it more. The, it's one of those, the more I think about it, the more I hate it. Yeah. It's actually going to go... It's going to swap fucking places. Okay, where with, are you putting it? It's, well, it's number 19 I, for me. I have it at 10, but again, there's some that I will fight yeah. on like why it is as low as it does. 
I the prose on this one feels off to me. Reading out loud did help it flow better, but when reading it to myself, it just feels off. Also, the artwork for Stain Boy just feels lazy. It's literally just a boy covered in stains. Like, yeah. it's, it's just, it's literally pig pen from Peanuts. Not even as creative, let's be real here. Yeah, that's not, yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. P- pig, me- pig pen at least gave more to the imagination and had a whole dust cloud. This kid was just he fucking... was He was just covered in shit. Yeah. Stain Boy should fucking stop shitting himself. That That's his real problem is dysentery. <laughs> Alright, next up, The Melancholy Death of Oyster Boy, the, the one that the story's actually based off of. Sam, what did you rank this one? I actually put it as number one. It is my number one as well, so finally we have something to agree upon. So uh, he hasn't kicked me out tonight. <laughs> the, the title says it all. This is The Melancholy Tale of Oyster Boy. I'm sensing some abandonment issues here, or sense of belonging for Tim Burton. This story is I, fucked up, and I loved it. I have a theory at the end that I will get to about a lot of these, honestly. Yeah. But I put, it's weird, but it flowed well, and it made me feel something, which yeah. a lot of these did not make me feel anything. Yeah, there's no Other feeling. than possible annoyance or anger. Yeah, it, this is absolutely the best of the bunch. It's macabre and well-structured, and the artwork is great. I love the design of Oyster Boy. And uh, I, I don't, I'm not going to spoil what happens to Mr. Oyster Boy and his death, but uh, you could probably find these stories on Google Image. <laughs> Let's yeah. not lie to ourselves. And, and yeah. yeah, you you know you know how to search stuff on Google. Yeah, go go look it up. Stop being lazy. We're not gonna spoil it for you. <laughs> Voodoo Girl, the story of a girl who probably dumped Tim Burton. <laughs> Where did you rank Voodoo Girl? I actually I put melancholic but good. So I put it at number four. Number four? Wow. Twenty. Number twenty. This is another weak one. It feels like Burton wrote this after getting broken up with and tried hoping poorly. The art is unimpressive as well. Like, it, it just feels like Tim Burton got broken up by with I by a pretty fucking hot chick, and it was just like, I'm reading a poem. I think the one thing that it does is it brings me back to my days in Poetry Club. Yeah. This is not the most edgy shit I've read. Okay, I'll give there, you that. There is one person... I'm not saying it's edgy. I'm just saying it's crap. No, I've read one that I had to... Det- deny from publication <laughs> because it was just like a it was like this yeah but in but in, but if you wanted to put lincoln parks crawling in my skin hidden every few pages with yeah. no context that was yeah so okay then this was at least flowed better and didn't just feel like i was like okay maybe if you weren't as weird yeah that's why girls wouldn't leave you <laughs> if you didn't kick walls with your big massive boots no, it was uh, the guy that asked every girl out. Yeah, of course. Oh, it was me? I'm just kidding. Stain Boy Special Christmas. Uh, it's a Stain Boy Christmas, everybody. Sam, where did you put Stain Boy's Special Christmas? 15. I put it as number 9, so we're not too, too far off, at least. I just put meh. Yet again, Stain Boy's meter, meters feel off to me. Uh, though this time around, I found the punchline to be funnier, and who doesn't like a Christmas tale? Uh, which is surprisingly enough, uh, guess what? It's a Tim Burton book with Christmas stories in here. Who was fucking surprised by that? No one. Yep. Guy likes Christmas. Never understood it. The girl who turned into a bed. I will justify this with my comment of where I put it. Yeah. I put it at number six. Yeah? Fetish vibe. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, okay, I put this one as number 14 for me. <laughs> uh, this has to be Tim Burton's fetish. <laughs> Seeing a girl turn into a mattress and then sleeping on her after jacking it. <laughs> the first two stanzas have a really off pattern, and it makes the flow feel way off. 
Theater is nothing... Spe- the art is nothing spectacular. Okay, I'm going to retire that part. The art is nothing spectacular and has much to be desired. I just put the fetish vibe thing. And yeah. also part of it was with the order thing is, again, I did do this like five minutes before we recorded. That is true. But, yeah. No. But I, I stand by fetish vibes still right it, over It definitely other. has a fucking fetish vibe to it. Like, if you told me this was this was somebody's fetish or his fetish, I'd be like, that checks out. All right. Roy... The Toxic Boy. Uh, this is the story of a boy named Roy who loved all things toxic and deadly. Sam, where did you rank it? I ranked it a D. I ranked it a D because I was like, it just feels derivative. Whoa! It feels derivative. It's the a same. D? What's shit. the number? Huh? What's the number? You said D. Or eighteen. Eighteen. Number four. This is number four for me. I rather enjoyed this one. It's humorous, and I like Roy's design. I think the ending won me over after some awkward timing. I think I just got really tired of... This is a pathetic child that fucking dies. <laughs> but he was fun! He was eating gross... He was, like, like huffing fumes and shit. This this is what I think of when I'm gonna blast Dylan's ex. I don't give a shit. Whenever Jazzy goes, ew, 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 with kids. Yeah, that's fair. This is the vibe I get. It's shit like this. That's fair. James. The sad Christmas tale of James and his gift from jolly old Saint Nick. I ranked it number 16, personally. 19. 19. We're not that far off on this one. There was barely anything is all I put. This one just didn't work for me. Barely. This one just didn't work for me in the writing. I did like the art, though. James has drawn disgustingly well, and I think the teddy bear is swell, is, is, is my writing on James. It was amusing. Yeah. It was a literal musing. Because yeah. it did not... There was no rhyme. Fuck, let's no... just read it. Let's just read it real quick. I'll read James real quick. Page 71. What? He didn't like him. Look at that sad little... I mean, that, that is funny. Roy the Toxic Boy is hilarious. Again, I, you know, it just kind of felt like at that point where I was like, okay. All right, James. Unwisely, Santa offered a teddy bear to James, unaware that he had been mauled by a grizzly earlier that year. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. It's not even a fucking couplet. Yeah, no. It's literally just one one thing. One. One word. One love. Alright, Stick Boy's Festive Season. Someone sure loves Christmas, doesn't he? Uh, Sam, I ranked this one number 21. I did 20. Wow, we were really close on that one. So. Yeah, I... This is this is one sentence long, and the joke doesn't land. This is just awful, and the art is the only nice part, but it doesn't save it from being one of the worst ones so far. This just feels like justifying doodles. Yeah, it literally is just a doodle, and not a good doodle. It's boring. Get better. Okay, I will agree. I will fight on this one. Okay. On the next one. Bree Boy, okay. What'd you rank Bree Boy? The jovial story of Bree Boy. 23. 12? Uh, truly a straight down the middle one. It's nothing special. I really haven't much to say about it. It felt like I skipped a page. <laughs> it felt uh, like it was one of those where I was like, wait, is there something I'm missing? Is there something more to this? It's just a delicious Brie Boy, Sam. What's wrong with Brie Boy? Like, it felt like it was... I just thought it was mundane. I didn't think it was, like, bad, bad, but I just thought it was just mundane. Like, like there are worse stories in here, I think. Nah, it's one of those, it's still one of those, like, I... It's that whole, like, since it feels incomplete, that's worse to me than almost anything. I didn't think it was incomplete. I thought it had a good ending. It was jovial. (laughs) 
Mummy Boy. What did you rank Mummy Boy? The story of Mummy Boy. Let me. Where's Mummy Boy on here? God damn it. The story of a Mummy Boy and his untimely demise. I put 11. Number 8. Not too far okay. off together. Um, I really like the art for this one. Mummy Boy has one of the best designs of the book. Actually reminds me of the mummy from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Like, looks pretty much the same. Not going to lie on that one. The writing is fine, but nothing spectacular. I did chuckle at wanting to do a virgin sacrifice, but overall it's kind of mid. I was like, it almost had me going until they decided how to kill him. Because it just felt like it was like... Oh, it you. felt very rushed. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, everything in this fucking thing felt rushed. Junk Girl, a story of misguided love. What did you rank Junk Girl, Sam? I put seven. Seven? Eighteen! Again, a lot of these, sometimes I just had to, like... Honestly, a lot of them... Some it, It's been a couple days and... This is okay, but a little creepy. Is Junk Girl's a little girl and a guard man wants to marry her. Okay, you're right when you this put it that weird. way. This feels weird. It's really nothing special and feels forgettable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It should have been lower on the list, honestly. Because but... it's creepy! No, you're right. You're right. Oh, man. It's... it's yeah. I'm... Honestly, I'm going to probably switch it with... With one of the with with Melonhead, okay, because that's going down to sixteen. Okay, Melonhead. Well, next up is Pincushion Queen, the one-page joke about the Pincushion Queen. Sam, where'd you put the pin? Uh, I'll go this time since I haven't uh, gone first. I'm okay. actually arguing a different one because it's one of those as I'm thinking it, I'm like, wait. Okay, yeah, go ahead. But go ahead. Uh, number seven, I put the Pincushion Queen at number seven. This is probably the only short one that I gave a really high score to. Sam, what about you? Mine's actually number eight. Number eight, okay. Not bad. Didn't you already have a number eight? Oh, wait, no, I did. Mummy Boy. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of the few one-page poems that I actually enjoyed and got a laugh. The art reminds me a bit too much of Voodoo Girl, but it's not bad. That's that's kind of my opinion on Junk Girl. Oh, sorry, Pincushion Queen. <laughs> Alrighty. Melonhead. Sam, where'd you put Melonhead since you've been... You, you're talking shit about Melonhead. I, no, I'm saying I moved... I switched Junk Girl to 16. Okay. It, it got to seven now, just because... Number seven, okay, number ten. Just because 10. it wasn't as creepy. Yeah, number ten for me for Melonhead. That and also the Godfoot. Yeah, this is Godfoot. this one is rather a mediocre poem, honestly. The art is meh. Melonhead looks like a green cutie. Like yep. like the like the, the fruit cuties, not a actual cutie. Not like hee hee cute. Like, oh, he's so cute. Oh, Alright, next up is a story called Sue, where I'm trying to find Sue. Isn't that the sneeze one? Uh, actually, uh, a story of a girl who sniffs glue okay. is, is Sue. Because the Kleenex gets stuck to Yeah. Yeah, okay. I ranked it number six. What about you? Actually, it's 17. 17? Why? I have it as a D and I didn't have any notes, so the fact that I <laughs> struggled to remember it feels like something. This one actually got a got laugh from me, and I can't help but love a character who sniffs glue. I mean, now I want to sniff some glue. Cue the song, Chris. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. I just like that she sniffed glue, and I thought it was funny. <laughs> she's just she's she's just sniffing glue. <laughs> Didn't do it for me. <sighs> I already know where this next one landed for me. Jimmy, the hideous penguin boy. Where'd you put him? I put him at twenty-two. Very close. Twenty-three. This is the story that got a negative one out of five for me. This may be, without a doubt, the worst one. I feel like Tim drew a penguin boy that he thought was funny and was like, fuck, what should I write about this little fuck? This one is so fucking bad. 
You know, I put, that wasn't anything. Because it's, like, barely anything, and then it's this here, fucking here. picture. I'm gonna go ahead and fucking read Jimmy the fucking Penguin Boy on page 101. God, I fucking hate him. No, and also the thing that pisses me off yeah. is, like, honestly, it looks, it, I don't go, oh, that's a Penguin Boy? Yeah. And then just the fucking red, li- red lines of paint, like, ooh, I really did something there. <laughs> ooh, that's really fucking special. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it as actual Jimmy. My name is Jimmy, but my friends call me... The hideous penguin boy. That's all it is. That's it. Fuck off with that. That's no. Fuck off. Motherfucking piece of shit. Kakadudi cuckoo. Blah. Hate that one so goddamn much. I've never hated one so. That, that, I don't know why it pissed me off so bad, but that one really. Really left a bad taste in my mouth. Oh no, again, I just put that wasn't anything. Yeah. Because it wasn't. Literally, it was nothing, and you ranked it 22. <laughs> what? I'm just saying, what was your 23 again? I don't think we got to our 20. It's my 23 yet. I thought you did say your worst one. Because I don't think there's. Oh no, Brie Boy, because I fuck it. Because yeah. again, it felt like it. It felt like it wasn't finished. At least it felt like something. Okay, true. You're right. <laughs> you know what? You're right. I, I agree with you. I'm probably going to move it down to 23. Alright. And Brie Boy's still at 22, though. Cause okay, that's fair. I, I'll, I, I'll give Brie Boy 22. I'll accept that over being the worst one. Because Ping. Fucking fuck Jimmy. If your name is Jimmy and you're a penguin boy, I'm sorry. Charboy. The tragic Christmas tale of Charboy. Yet another fucking Christmas one, by the way. Yeah. Sam, where'd you put Charboy? Only because of the early meme vibe. Yeah. Because it was kind of funny to me. I thought it was funny. Yeah. I gave it a five. Number five? Yeah. Holy shit. I think I was just desperate and angry and I was like, fuck it, it's fine. It's fine. Number 17 for me. There's not much to say about this one. It honestly feels unfinished or maybe even a rush job. It's not terrible. It's just bland, which is worse, I think. That's fair. All right. Next up is Anchor Baby. Anchor Baby. Sam, where did you put the tragic tale of Anchor Baby and his mother? I put 12, actually. Number 12? Chris, again, half of these I'm like, I don't even, I barely remember. So it was one of those, like, it was one side or the other. I remember Anchor Baby. Anchor Baby's great. No, I remembered it, and I honestly didn't like it, because, again, it goes back to that whole, oh, this baby sucks. It kills the family. Fucking baby. No one likes this fucking baby. Fuck you, baby. That's all the fucking poems are, Tim Burton. What do you have against fucking kids? What is your parental neurosis? Yeah, why do you have a problem with fucking kids? (laughs) I ranked it number two. This one is probably the most macabre of all the tales because I see it as a true thing that happens to many kids, being the anchor that's supposed to keep couples together. And that's not how things should ever work. Yeah. It's truly tragic, if not a bit too on the nose, but I really like it overall. I think it actually has a true meaning to it. That's why I think it's really good. The other problem I have with it is Anchor Baby sometimes does have kind of a racist connotation with immigrants, of that it's like the baby that's supposed to keep... Okay. Them in the in the like in the in this case the United States. Yeah, but I I've so. only ever heard it for as used the other way of like keeping a couple together. Like yeah, I, no. I've only personally ever heard it like that. I've heard the other connotation, so that's where I was like, this feels weird. Yeah, but I mean, person I I personally think it's like the only tale in this book besides maybe Oyster Boy that actually has a true lesson to teach. Actually, no, even Oyster Boy doesn't have a te- lesson to teach. Yeah, go eat your kids, guys. Oh, I hope you Googled it before Spoiler I spoiled alert. it. <laughs> but, I mean, honestly, I think it's an actual good lesson to be taught of, like, 
don't have kids just to keep stay together. It's not a good thing to yeah, do. I do agree it's with that. It's bad for children. Enough. It's bad for the couple. My, my, I think part of my problem is, again, it's that whole, like, well, the woman gets dragged down. Yeah. And I get part of it usually is the woman gets screwed out of it. I don't know. It feels just very much like... It's, oh, it is, is a little sexist. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But at the same time, it's not wrong, though, at the same time. Yeah. Like, there is some truth to the matter behind it, but it's... I hate to say it, it's kind of true, though. You know? I don't know. It just kind of... I get where you're I also feel from. like it also kind of petered out. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I can see where you're coming from, though. Yeah. Okay. That's all I wanted to hear. Uh, I lost my last one. Okay. Oyster Boy steps out. Oyster Boy celebrates Halloween before his untimely death. Uh, I rate this one number 13. I gave 21 as, your art isn't interesting enough to tell a good story. <laughs> my, okay, this is what I put. The only thing going for this one is like, is like Oyster Boy's Halloween costume. Besides that, it's nothing special because he went as a human. Yeah. That's it. That was... And it's like a too long... It's another one that it's like barely fucking anything. Like... <laughs> it's really bad. I'm so tired... I was so tired at that point of like, please stop giving... This is all page filler. This feels worse than when I was like a kid. My parents would say stop using like one tiny little piece of the page and then go to the next thing. This is what it feels like. I get it now, mom. I get it. You need to go up to her and apologize now. <laughs> go up to your mother's face. I understand what you mean now. <laughs> it's a not waste fucking paper. You know what's the worst part about this? I did not pay $20 for this book, but this book cost $20 originally. Like, I'm just like, holy shit. I bought this used on eBay like I do with a lot of the books. I think I only paid like five bucks for this thing. I still feel a little ripped off. Uh, I might gift it to one of the staff at work because um, there's this one girl who really likes temper. And I'm like, you might get a kick out of this. You're still immature. You might like this. (laughs) Like, yeah, this was not a good book overall. I, um... Maybe at 14 I might have liked it, but... It definitely is a... If you're a teenager, this is a perfect book for you. It's literally, oh, I'm edgy. I think this is funny or charming. Babies (laughs) are gross. Boy with nails in his eyes. (laughs) That's funny. That's funny. No, yeah. No, I hate it too. But yeah, that was was not a good read. And I apologize to Sam for making her read this one. Yeah, this is one that I'm like... I need to read something else that I can actually feel and enjoy. <laughs> At least the next book that we're reading is... Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, what's yeah. it called? Uh, spoiler... I mean, if you haven't already guessed, we're doing Goosebumps Month next week. Or in... Yeah, next week is literally the first uh, week of Goosebumps Month. And it is probably the best book we'll read in a very long time that isn't an Animorphs book. Like, I finished it today and holy shit, I was so happy. That's a really good nose I drew. That's a really good nose, yeah. I'm like, Damn. I have some good drawings in here, and then I have some, like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> All right, Sam. Question times to help fill out the podcast. Is Tim Burton any good at this short-form storytelling? No. <laughs> I find that he can weave a pretty decent tragic tale when he puts effort into it, but when it's slapped together as a one-page poem, I think it doesn't work. Also, he thinks he's funnier than he actually is. I can agree with that. It feels very much the, this project is due in two hours. Yeah. And I've got 15 pages left. Yeah. No, I, I, I concur with you on that one. So, I, again, like, Melancholy Toil of Oyster Boy definitely oh, proves fantastic. he can do it. It proves that he can do it. It's very funny. It's, it's very macabre. But then there's macabre. somewhere I'm like, you're just padding shit. Like, this is just padding. Yeah. This, I, is, this is a fucking teenage girl's bra filled with padding. Mine wasn't, but that's also because uh, I I was that kid that... uh. Yes, yes, genetics. Yeah. We get it. 
It's How sucked. do you feel about his art, Sam? It's fine. Like, it feels very much... It's pretty hit or miss. Yeah. Like, it's either really good or it's just like, okay, that's a penguin boy. Yeah, okay, all right, fuck off with this shit. Yeah, that's what it felt like. It was like... Honestly, it felt very... The easiest way to describe it is, like, concept art first draft. Yeah. Because there was some stuff where I was like, okay, I could see where you could go interesting with this. Yeah, yeah. But it feels like the, okay, that's it, I'm done. But to be fair, a lot of these poetry books have that where I'm like, wow, you really just took a pen and just thought you were fucking Van Gogh with just one ballpoint pen, didn't you? <laughs> uh, is Burton funny, Sam? He can be, mm-hmm. but because Oyster Boy is funny, yeah, that one's funny, and there are some funny ones. Yeah, but when the, he gets a good joke in, one of one of those is it can hit hard, but most aren't funny, and really, he really misses the target. You know what it honestly hits on, and I say this in a derogatory way. Yeah, Haunted Mansion Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, some of the stuff just felt like those sh- those little like just little jokes that like a, 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 someone someone might like. Then little Susie lost her head. Oh. Being the punchline, and you're like, oh, that's so dark. Right. But it's not so dark, Disney can't show it. Yeah. All right, and final question. What's your favorite Tim Burton film? Whether it's produced or actually directed by, doesn't matter. For me, it's Ed Wood. I absolutely love the story of this Hollywood outcast Ed Wood. And also Batman Returns, because I-, I like Batman. Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. All right. You were insulting it last week. It's not as good as the Broadway. Also, it came out in 2007. Okay. Sorry, we were having this as good, and Sam was like, it came no. out. No, you're right, because I remember my first... Motherfucker, I looked it up. That's why I know. No, no. I'm, and also, I'm The Water you. Horse came out that year. Yeah, because I told you about that yes. story, right? Did I tell it on the podcast? No, go ahead and tell it. So, I went and saw Sweeney Todd, and I saw my, like, I think soon-to-be band director, or he just became, like, I just became, like, his student, mm-hmm. and he put, and he went and saw The Water Horse. And I was like, I saw Sweeney Todd. And I did the smile that creeped Noelia out, and I think I scared him. Yeah. The, the Which, fucking demon dog smile. Yeah. yeah. Also, fuck you, Sanchez. So I don't regret that, because fuck you. You yeah. stoner weirdo. Yeah, I agree. That, that ditched us for fucking week in the middle of marching band season. Eat a dick. Yep. Alrighty, Sam. What are your pairings for this book? What would you pair with this one? Prozac. <laughs> Y'all bitches need Prozac. Uh, is that your only pairing? No, but okay. I just thought that was a funny was, one. Was that the one that you wrote down in the middle of the podcast? Because I'm like, this is pre-Prozac Sam funny. <laughs> it is. Like, that was oh. 14, 15-year-old me going, oh, this is dark and macabre. And then I take Prozac, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? All right, what like, else do you have? So, I thought of this just cynically, but I also kind of stand by it in the semi not even semi-ugly, but kind of ugly art style and horrible children. The Cramped Twins. The Cramped Twins? <laughs> oh, I thought, God. I thought about it driving home, and I'm like, you want horrible children that should not exist? I have the TV show Oh, yeah, for that you. little tiny child shouldn't exist. He's too tiny. <laughs> and one of them looks like he got fucking choked out at birth because he's blue. Yeah. Like, was he the one with the umbilical cord trapped around his neck? Probably. <laughs> Is that why he's a fucking psycho? Probably. <laughs> uh, is that everything? <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to make that stupid joke because I thought of that driving home today. I was vaguely proud of that. Um, the TV show, The Oblongs. I know I stole that from you, but I don't care. Technically, cause... no, you didn't steal it from me. But it's kind of that... It, 
I'm going to say because of what it's inspired from, but I didn't read the, I don't remember reading the book that it's yeah. inspired from. I have it. We should definitely, I think we should definitely do a, a similar thing. Or with maybe this. I did read it, but I didn't hate it, it like this one. It. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not that memorable, I hate to say. The show is definitely more memorable. So that's, again, weird fucked up kids. All right. So I'm not going to take the easy route. No Tim Burton movies or related projects from him for me. So, to start things off for me, I recommend the book Creepy Susie and 13 Other Tragic Tales for Troubled Children. This book is the basis for the cult TV series The Oblongs that Sam had mentioned. It definitely has the same style of poetry and picture as this book. I also think it succeeds a lot more than this one does. We really should do this one for the podcast. I really do think it would be good. Then it's only 13 tales. And they're also not one fucking page long or one sentence long of like... Oh, poor Paper Jam Dipper. Uh, And then my other suggestion is any Shel Silverstein book. Honestly, that dude was the king of creepy art and weird poems, and I think his work would pair well with this. Yeah. Yeah. So those those are my pairings. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, I did not put a ratings and review thing because we ranked them all, so what's the point of it? I actually did a little review just because, again, I was a little pissy afterwards. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and read it then. If I were to psychoanalyze this, Tim Burton is worried about a, that a baby would ruin his relationship with his wife. A lot of this feels, and it also feels like Tim Burton was handed a rhyming dictionary to pad out this medi- medi- his mediocre art. Two hot topic hoodies out of five. <laughs> <laughs> Sam did not care for I, I, uh, I uh, yeah, I'd probably give it to Penguin Boys <laughs> fucking each other <laughs> out of five. Yeah, two Penguin Boys. Choked a little bit when you when it got to the fucking each other. I don't know why. Yeah, they fucked each other. Whatever. That's how they became Penguin Boys. Was the inbreeding? <laughs> don't don't look at it. Just don't look. It's it's awful. No, Just... <laughs> oh, it's it's finished. You have to watch. Oh. Uh, oh no, it's getting on Mantis Girl too. Stop it. <laughs> so what's them being funny? This is comedy gold. Why should I ever stop? It's funny. Why should I stop? <laughs> That's a fair question to ask. Yeah. Don't don't stop the comedy unless it's offensively bad. And this is not being offensively bad. That's true. Which I tend to do, and I'm proud of myself. I'm going to say it's not offensive. Yeah, so. fucking twink-ass Tim Burton. It's offensive to twinks. Yeah. Twinks don't deserve that. <laughs> There's some shitty twinks. I mean, yeah, but... <laughs> I've met some pretty shitty twinks. Hashtag not all twinks. Yeah, hashtag not all twinks. Uh, all right, so Sam, uh, if, or not Sam, but, uh, if you guys enjoyed what you heard, hey, make sure to like, subscribe, uh, and leave a review wherever you're listening to us. If you're on Spotify, you can do a little ranking of one to five stars. I really like five stars. It means a lot. If you're on iTunes, leaving a review really does help there as well. Helps us get noticed by other people. Make sure to leave a good review and not a one star without a re- without actually writing something because then I don't know how to improve on stuff. Or if you do want us to improve, leave a three star and then tell us what to do and then maybe you can change the score later if we do the improvements. I don't know. Uh, and hey, if you really like us, patreon.com slash drunken book club. Uh, we release a bonus episode every week. I release commentaries of random movies and TV shows. Just last week I actually released a... Uh, commentary for the what's it called the goosebumps episode vampire breath so stay tuned it's there already go join the patreon it's a dollar a month and that's all you need to pay it's a dollar and you get everything you also get my notes for these episodes which you'll you'll get my notes for this one in particular and uh also i do a weekly pairing every week 
as well for every episode where I choose a single television network and kind of base shows off of the off of this or something in that kind of same area because like for instance when I did Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for the week we didn't do a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one I was like hey fuck it I might as well release this I took the best of four different Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle ripoff shows and released that and that was a lot of fun and I think with this Tim Burton one, I'm actually going to choose four shows that are related to Tim Burton in one way or another. Whether it's something that's based off of one of his properties, like, you know, Batman or Beetle, Beetle Guys. Yeah. Yeah. The, the planet Beetle Guys. Um, or is that a sun? I think it's a sun. Beetle I think it's a, a star. Yeah, yeah, it's a star. Star, sun, whatever. Same thing. Yeah. Uh, they're bright light. They're great ball of gas. Ah... Uh, but yeah, I'll probably be making a little playlist of that for you guys. So I try to make it stuff that is easily findable on a single streaming service or on YouTube for free because that's also the only other way you can find some of these. So that's always fun. Or if I can't think of anything, I'll choose a movie playlist of like the good, a bad, and a just plain weird movie to pair with it. Because when I did, uh, what's it called? Vampire Breath, I paired three vampire movies. I did, uh, a good one. Oh, really? A one that's considered bad, but I actually really enjoy, and just a plain fucking weird one. All of which you could find on free streaming services, surprisingly. So. One was on Pluto, one was on Tubi, and the other was on Peacock's freebie one. So, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, there we are. Uh, so, thank you for joining us, and if you if you want to follow me on social networks, I'm at dbc underscore pod on Twitter, and the underscore Rupal on Instagram. Sam? You can find me at Berserker Rose on Twitter and Tumblr every so often. And if you want to find our friends who we miss dearly, I hope we Noelia, I'll be having a great time in Japan. And, and Taiwan. And Taiwan. I, 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 Taiwan's afterwards. Like, they'll come back for a bit and then they go to Taiwan. Oh, they are going back. I thought they were just going to go straight. Cause I, I thought they were coming back. Because it makes more sense. It would make wise. more sense, but I don't know. I think they're just going straight, but I don't know. We'll figure that out. I mean, they are straight after all. You can't go straight when you're already straight. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you can follow Weiss at Force Left Hander. Drop the E on Hander on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. And you can follow our good buddy Brandon, who might join us for the first uh, two. I think I don't know if it's the first two episodes or just two episodes of um, of Goosebumps Month. I'm hoping he can join us. He's starting a new job. So, you know, he might be able to join us. Maybe not. I hope he can. Uh, but Brandon can be found at Eldritch Maid, M-A-I-D, not M-A-D-E, on Twitter and TikTok. Sam, uh, do, you, do you think we should... What song should we go off on for this? I'm trying to think, because there's a lot of... Should we do a Burn Down the Hot Topic from South Park? <laughs> burn Down the Hot Topic. I'd be down for that. All right, Burn I'm Down the Hot Topic by, from South Park. Uh, thank you for joining us this week, guys. And hey, go hug a goth kid. They could probably use it. I guess they're emo kids now, whatever. No, there's goth kids, and there's emos, and then there's... The scene kids died out in about 2012. No, they're still around. No, now they're just coming back trying to do the roaring 20s. Ugh. <laughs>